So, so Don Rickles passed away yesterday at the yeah. age of 90 years old. And, you know, again, because he's before my time, I wasn't, I, I, mean, I knew he was, you know, a big name. I knew everybody mm. held him in very high regard, but I didn't know a lot about him. Um, But I knew everybody was going to call him an icon today and everything else. So last night I was, um, I went on Netflix and I watched a, um, a, a documentary Oh. called Mr. Warmth, and it was about him. And it was all comics and actors and, and talking about and, oh, and cut with pieces cool. of him doing roasts and things like that. Like back in the day? Like, yeah. Oh, and, those and, are great. And pieces of him doing live shows. and you know, like because Dean Martin and Johnny Carson, stuff like that? Because he was, sti that. He was still good. out there doing shows at 90. Right. He was still out there doing shows yep. and commanding audiences. And one of the... I guess this is probably from a couple of years ago. He's in his 80s, and the audience is not in its 80s. <laughs> the audience is in its 50s and 60s, you know. So yeah. I'm watching this guy, and there's a part, and he went, Monica. I mean, I don't know if you know how, how much you know about Don Rickles. Not but at all. He, he was, you know how you always say we make fun of stereotypes and <laughs> we just go after everything <laughs> and everybody? Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't know that was his thing, and that's what he did. Nobody oh, it is. Was, that oh, you're no, gonna hate this guy. Nobody, <laughs> nobody was safe, but he's been doing it for fifty years. But like, how bad? Like you generalizing, uh, like or like, like example. He was doing a. He walks past some guy in the audience. He because he goes out into the crowd. Well, like, what are you German? And then he starts duck, uh, duck stepping, and he goes, "Does this relax you?" Uh, <laughs> and it was like one after another after uh, another. And he's like, yeah. "Yeah, you know, the blacks, the Italians, the Germans, yes. the Puerto Ricans, eh, the Puerto Ricans, you know." Oh my God! And he went after the Jews, and he went after the Puerto Ricans, and he went, yeah. but he went after everything and everyone, and it was funny. He would sit in the chairs, uh, like on Carson, and there'd be like two other guests: Ed McMahon, Johnny Carson. He's in the middle. And, you know, he would just hammer everybody. And maybe he wouldn't know the celebrity on his left between him and Carson. And I remember one where he turned and he said, uh, you Jewish? And, and she said, yes. He says, yeah, the nose. You know, like stuff oh, like that. Oh, you can't you, oh, I'm that. telling you, so oh. basic rank out stuff from like the 50s and 60s. Right. But he would do it to everybody and everybody would laugh. Right. But why, I wonder, why did he get away Be with it? Because the same way we get away with it. Because we're not doing it with hate. It's doing it in humor and we're making jokes and, you know, we're, we're talking about stereotypes and, you know, we're not making things up. And I didn't even realize that was his thing, you know. And he just, and everybody gives him a ton of credit for being just, just himself. And he being has such raw. an adorable face, though. It doesn't seem like he'd be, like, he just looks jolly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's, there's, mm -hmm. This doesn't seem like he would oh, be. Oh, he was cutting humor. My mother would not listen to him uh, tell jokes on Carson. She'd walk out of the room. Really? Hated him because of what, how he did it. And it was too, it was ethnic or racist, you know, and she didn't like it then. And but my was mom it, wasn't on the cutting edge was, of this stuff. But was it racial or racist? There's a difference. If you There's listen to difference. it now, people would say it's racist and they would say it's pounding on eth ethnicity and yeah, unnecessarily. Is. And I think right now, if he came out now this way, he would never even get a, get a job at a comedy club. I feel like oh, I feel like I they disagree. would hammer him and keep him out. It's so funny because Twitter would erupt against him. One of the interviews, um, even though he didn't do it with hate, one of the interviews I think people would take it that was way. Sarah Silverman. She's like, "Do you understand? Like the audience wanted him 
to crap all over them. Right. Like, they wanted Absolutely it. Absolutely like, right. They were upset if you weren't one of the, the point of one of his jokes. Yeah. And oh. so that was his whole act was just one. So he was like a roaster, like a, like a he, big uh, roaster. He was a roaster. You yeah, know, he made, yeah. he made, somebody posted he made, um, not Bob Ross. Uh, Jim Ross? Jeffrey Jeff Ross. Jeffrey Ross, yeah. He made Jeffrey uh-huh. Ross, you know, funny. And I wow. said he made a lot of people funny. Yeah. But, you know, Jeffrey Ross doesn't exist without a Don Rickles. There's a, a, a clip we have from uh, Rickles where he's on The Tonight Show with Carson, and in between him and Carson is Frank Sinatra. Oh, I saw this. It's great. It's great. And what happens is Sinatra, of course, the the rumors about related to the mob, how, how close, you know, whatever. So Rickles is a friend, but he comes on the show and hammers Sinatra right. three inches from his face. He's looking at him and talking to him about all the guys he saw from the mob just recently. I mean, listen to the whole thing. I mean, he's just so blatant about it, and this is to his friend. And everybody laughs, including Sinatra, who, you know, didn't take crap from anybody. Right. But sits there and doubles over laughing at the obvious jokes that he makes about Sinatra's supposed friends. Here it is. I just was hanging around in the hall, and I I said, Frank Sinatra's here, and I've never met him, you know. (laughs) And I get the You'll excuse us, won't you? Certainly, certainly. Marco Mangananzo was hurt. (laughs) Marco Mangananzo. Fambino Bombazzo. (laughs) Two bullets in the head Thursday. You don't believe. Excuse us, Johnny. You're you're from the Midwest. You're busy going. Is the truck loaded? <laughs> Guido says hi. He hasn't had a chance to talk to you. And from Jersey City, your good friend, Bubani Umbazza. <laughs> What's he his started alias? his car. <laughs> he started his car with your album on, and now he's a highway. <laughs> So you see how he goes right at him. And, and all the things. And all the base stereotyping. Yeah. You know, it's all there. But it, there was something about him that, I mean, everybody, he, he even was uh, stand up in front of Nancy and Ronald Reagan. And he went at, yeah, he, was, he did the inauguration. Sure. And he was making fun of Ronald Reagan <laughs> at the inauguration. So it's just, I think we're all, like, society is different now. I, mean, I think it's the bottom line. I think they of him like I think of Bob Hope. We used to be able to laugh at each at, at ourselves, mm-hmm. and nobody's nobody wants to laugh at themselves. Uh, I mean, yes, what? but well, I mean, good laugh at our, that's. There's nothing wrong with laughing at ourselves. That's great, but at the same time, not to the like. Don't make. Don't don't put anybody down. Don't hold anybody down as a result of it. Like comedy, I've always believed that if, if you're going to see a comedian, don't ever be offended by what they're saying because they're allowed to say right. anything in the joke situation. They are. Right. Right. But to but as long as no one's like getting held down in but society. Really hold people here's the, down. But here's the thing about here's the thing about Rickles. Like he was making jokes about everything and everybody, mm-hmm. and people loved it. They loved it, even if it was about them. They loved it. Mm. I'm telling you, watch the movie. You don't even have to watch the whole thing. Watch the first 45 minutes oh, of it. Well, is it because, it, a friend of mine brought up a point, is it because, you know, back in the 50s, or when was he popular, 60s, 50s? I don't know. All of them. He gets okay. up and he does, in, in, <laughs> really? the, in the movie, Until he gets up and, and does a roast, and, the, you know, I forgot everybody that, um, George Burns was on the dais. Right. Frank Sinatra's on the dais. Sure, Carson, and, and Dean Martin, guys like right, that. And he starts, ma- yeah, and he starts making. And then on the other, there were three um, 
um, two black men and a black woman. I didn't know who they were. And so he comes out and he starts, he goes off on Sinatra first, then he's making jokes with George Burns. And then he looks over to, he's like into my, uh, into my black brothers over there. I'm sorry, you know, and, it, <laughs> and, and they're all said like, no, he didn't hold up a fist, but he said oh. something, and they're hysterical laughing. Yeah, you know, is it because I mean, just hear me out for a second. Is it because what else is anybody in the minority going to do? No. White people had the power, so watch it. what? Just wa watch it when you when you oh, watch it, you'll see it's not like that. Uh, he's making jokes to successful black people, like right. they're but I mean, what people. else they are they going to and fame and that kind of thing? They because have to. They have to. Like you can't. You know, go at that time. It was all. I mean, before you know the '60s, with all the you know uproar of of civil rights and everything, when stuff really started to change. Before that, you just kind of had to like like well, laugh and go along 70s, with it. This was '70s. This stuff. Yeah, and if those you, roasts were '70s. If I mean, no you question. watch it, you'll see that it's not like that. Right. None of it was done with hate, and it was all done, and it was equal, and it was most of all, it was funny. It was funny. It, was it, it funny wasn't... to you because you're no. from the Northeast and you and you and that's how you grew up? I'm what saying. About? I'm saying because that's that's you said to yourself. You're Don't a product of your environment. <laughs> Those Dean Martin it. roasts sold how many copies on on VHS around the country? I mean, it's okay. not a Northeast thing. I'm, I'm just oh, saying yeah. because you said you're a product of your environment and that's just what your dad would no. say things or whatever. So maybe it's funny to you. I never ever heard one racial joke ever until I moved to Buffalo. Nobody was ever. Mm ever made fun of anything nobody was you never heard eddie murphy make fun of white people no i mean no, we oh, weren't no, allowed to listen to delirious it or raw no i did not and by then oh. it, I, we were in buffalo but i still didn't watch it i to this day haven't seen it okay i just Larry's, sorry go ahead no i'm just i just never i don't know if it's the same humor because and maybe i'm a little more sensitive to it because i didn't grow are up with it are you sure you got laid last night <laughs> <laughs> larry is on line three good larry that she's never listened to Raw, first of all. Uh, but, but maybe we can help you put it this way. Um, he's not making fun of a race or a person or a gender. He's making fun of the stereotypes. Right. The same so thing that's you do. where the humor is. Uh, yeah, same thing you do. And actually, uh, Lisa Lampernelli, that's basically right. what she does. If mm. you like her alone, I think she's hilarious, but she mm. goes at races. She goes at the blacks, the Jews, the gays. She does it all. But she's not making fun of them. She's making fun of the stereotypes. That's interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, like, laughing I, with them as opposed to laughing at them type of situation? And he was an original. You're laughing he, at the stereotype. Right. And he was an original. He was the first insult comic. He was the one. You know, I can get it, down with laughing at something that isn't right. Well, yeah, and, and Lisa Lampanelli says it all the time. She hammers the gay community and has tons of gay fans. Right. She says she can't even, she has so many, every show packed with gay, and they love the jokes. That's, I think, the same attitude that we were talking about from the Dean Martin roast that you see among everybody, whoever's getting hammered. You know, I mean, he hammered Joan Rivers. I mean, she'd be sitting next to and she's an insult comic, and they'd be on the Johnny Carson show, and he would crush her for being Jewish or whatever, and she'd hit him. I mean, just, oh my God, they're Nobody brutal. Nobody cared. Nobody, Mike, everybody's left. Right. Mike on line one. Hey, Mike. Yeah, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. was Don Rickles' best friend, mm. and uh, and just like uh, Lisa Lampanelli, you know he he made fun of he made fun of white people just as bad as he did blacks, uh, Mexicans, Jews, Germans, uh, gay. It didn't oh, matter. Yeah. It did not matter. He was classic, and everybody <laughs> loved him, just like you said. Uh, uh, but 
you got to you got to YouTube him and and uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Mm. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, you know what, Mike? You make a good point. Yeah. I wanna I wanna see, hear what he says about Mexicans. Mm. Like I'm sure at some point he made fun of Mexicans, right? Or stereotypes that Mexicans have. You I know, think I might have to look into that. Yeah, and he, I don't and know if he offensive. did back then. As the Mexican group may not, as a group may not have been like one of his more obvious targets at the time. Right, you know what I mean? Because like, it I, wasn't prominent. I don't remember this, him doing it that. It wasn't a prominent race in the Puerto States Ricans, however, then. he did mention. Yes, he did. No I want to see if it's that. offensive or not. Like, or Hispanics yeah. in general. Like, I wonder Tons if it's Tons of funny. stuff on YouTube. Hmm. Yeah, see what hits you. See if you laugh yeah. or see if you get it yeah. or see if you notice. Like, I feel like it was a different time and that now, I, I don't know if now is a more of a correct time. I, I don't think it is. No. Well, well, now everybody's just more sensitive and more ready to, yeah. ah, I'm offended. But he, but he was he was grandfathered in as far as, like, you know, he could yeah. do all the racial stuff. We'll get to some more audio. Jimmy Kimmel kind of broke down last night sure when he did. was talking about it. Um, and you said we had the Colbert audio as well? Yeah. Yeah. We have that. And, we'll get to and some your more, guys' calls, We'll too. get to some more of your phone calls next. 800-771-1025-727-579-1025 with Roger and JP on the bone. We'll be right back. Just tuning in, we were just talking about Don Rickles, who passed away yesterday at uh, 90 years old. And you know what I thought of is maybe his um, humor where he talked about, you know, your, your ethnic heritage a lot, you know, and, and picked on people individually. Maybe it was just because at the time... Like, he was big in the 60s, but especially in the 70s, like, with the Dean Martin roasts, and he got a he got a sitcom at the time, CPO Sharky. Didn't last too long, but... I remember that. Maybe maybe it was because there was so much thought about heritage and race at the time, and his humor just fit right in and maybe broke the ice among uh, what was going on at the time with everybody. I mean, besides the Vietnam War, there was a lot of thought about black and white and, and Polish and Irish, and, you know, there was just... Uh, everybody was always being looked at or identified as their heritage or whatever. I mean, maybe that's the difference. And now it's a little more, maybe we do that a little less and people are a little more sensitive. So it's like things have changed over the, those 40 years, a long time. Brad, do you have that piece of audio I just sent you with the um, Sinatra? That same thing we just played from Rickles, you know, with uh, with Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Well, Sinatra was still on the couch and he tells a story about Don Rickles, which is with, with Rickles sitting right, Great. right next to him. Listen, can I tell a story about sure. what this man did to me once? You may have known or heard about this. It was a true story. This was a long time ago, long before Don got married. I was eating dinner in a restaurant in New York, and uh, uh, I was sitting with some friends, and he came over to the table, and he said, Frank, do me a favor, will you? He said, I'm sitting with a very pretty girl, and uh, I'm trying to make out, you know? And he said, I told her I know you, and she really doesn't believe me. Would you stop by the table? I said, all right. I was just about finished. I was down to the espresso, and I <laughs> finally he went back, and I walked by the table, and I said, how are you, Don? Nice to see you. He said, can't you see I'm eating, Frank? What are you doing? <laughs> I, went, I went for the whole thing. I my mouth open. <laughs> that sounds like something Rickles would do. That's, That's a perfect great. setup. That's great. Uh, David's on line one. Hey, David, Roger, JP. Hey, guys. How are you doing? First of all, great show as usual. Thanks. Um, did, you, did you guys really not realize this? Don Rickles was Jewish. Yeah. yeah we knew that. Yep. He was Jewish, and, and he was a... He was the first insult comic from the 50s, and he, like you said, he insulted everybody. But back then, people could laugh at themselves. You can't yeah, do that anymore. You can't laugh at yourself. I, mean, you got, I agree with you guys. You know, he, he paved the way for Jeffrey Ross with the, the roast. Mm. Um, and again, as an icon, I was in a restaurant. I'll never forget, I was in a restaurant in New Jersey, and he was there. Eddie Murphy was on the other side. Eddie Murphy, the, the Don Rickles knew the owner. 
And I remember sitting down, Eddie Murphy had his entourage, he's demanding this and that. Rick goes, got up, he goes, wait, 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 wait. I come here all the time. He come here one time. He goes, if you don't like the service, get out. There's the door. Told Eddie right in front of the whole restaurant. Then he sat down. Not a word. And he went to the left. Not wow. a word. That's what, that's, 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 what, that's what that guy is. He's an icon. Eddie Murphy walked out with his entourage. That was it. Never forgot oh, that. Great that's guy. Great. You were there when that happened? I was there in New Jersey, and it was in a restaurant. I go, that's Don Rickles. And he never comes in with five or six people demanding this and demanding that. Wow. The owner came out and he goes, sir, I'm sorry. Uh, we'll, we'll get Mr. Murphy. And Don Rickles goes, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I come in here all the time. You come here once, you're not going to give this guy a hard time or anybody else. Get out. Do you like it? Get out. He walked out. That's <laughs> what Don Rickles had. He had a charisma, and everybody respected him, even Eddie Murphy. That was never forgot great. that. Good Thanks. story. Thanks, man. By the way, I was just reading uh, some of, part of his bio. It, it goes to what you're just saying about how he became uh, an insult comic. He was an actor and he wasn't getting a lot of work, so he began performing in comedy clubs in New York, Miami, and L.A. He became known as an insult comedian when he responded to his hecklers. The audience enjoyed these insults more than his prepared material, so he incorporated, incorporated them into his act. It became his act. Right. He just reacted to how the crowd went. He's like, all right. And he insulted more and more, and they loved it, and that became his act. So, I mean, that, that's pretty interesting how that evolved, and now it's decades later, and he's it still do the same thing. Let me hear the Kimmel stuff, Brett. Yeah, he's been on Kimmel a lot over yeah. the years. Kimmel yes. loved him. Yep. Well, <laughs> there I go, right. Thank you for coming. It's not going to be our usual show tonight because, and I'm going to tell you right but I'm going to cry. I'm already crying, uh, which is embarrassing, but, uh, uh, well, I'm not good with this sort of thing, and uh, I'm sorry, especially to those of you who came to see the show in person, But because uh, it's probably not what you came for, but we lost someone that we and I love very much today. And again, I'm sorry for hearing this just now for the first time, but Don Rickles passed away this morning, and uh, he was 90 years old, and I know it sounds crazy to say he was, he was too young, but it, he, he was because he was... Uh, youthful and funny and sharp and generous and I, I was fortunate enough to not only have Don on this show as my guest but also to become close to him and his wife Barbara which was a lot of fun for me. I grew up in Las Vegas so Don Rickles even when I was a kid was a very big deal. Was, his name was on the marquee at the Sahara Hotel. You see him with Johnny Carson making fun of Johnny, making fun of Frank Sinatra. And um, people always wanted to hear Don tell Sinatra stories, and he had great stories. But, um, and I think this might be what brought us together, because I told Don, and this is honestly how I felt like the Sinatra stories are great, but if Sinatra was here, I'd be asking him for stories about you. And it, it's, um, well, Bob Newhart, Don's good friend, Bob Newhart, another national treasure, told me a great story about having dinner with Don and Sinatra that sums Don up pretty well, I think. Sinatra would sometimes get angry uh, for whatever reason and flip out. So one night, they were all at a big table at a very fancy restaurant. And the restaurant was all white. Everything was white, the walls of the tablecloths, everything. And Don and uh, Barbara, his wife, and Bob and his wife, Ginny, were at the table. And Frank was drinking, and he was not in a good mood. He was getting surly, which put everyone on edge. When Frank wasn't happy, you had to watch it. So they're drinking, and... The food comes, and the waiter brings a bottle of ketchup and puts it on the table in front of Frank. And for whatever reason, this sends Frank into a rage. He takes, he doesn't want ketchup on the table, so he takes the bottle. And a very crowded, elegant restaurant, he throws it at the wall, and the bottle smashes, and there's ketchup 
everywhere, and everyone in the restaurant stops. There's like a gasp. And Don, without missing a beat, turns and says, Frank, will you pass the ketchup? <laughs> How quick is Rickles? It's great. It's so basic, but it's so funny. Yeah. You know, and his timing, the way he said it, you know. Oh, he's great. Uh, Kevin is on line three. What's up, Kevin? Um, great show, Roger JP. It's awesome as usual. Thanks. I just want to uh, congratulate Monica last night on her you know, happy time. But it is time for her to go back into coma, or I'm going to have to self-induce one of my own. And that's all I got to say. I can't <laughs> handle it anymore. What? What's the matter? What's the matter? It's just the total, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's I'm losing it. I can't she handle it. I gotta she go. does, why? Because she doesn't know Don Rickles? No, not Don Rickles, just everything. <laughs> just everything? everything? My mere existence. <laughs> yeah, common sense, man, common sense. That's it, common sense. Kevin, the weekend's coming. Right. I know, Take I know. Laugh, I, it'll I'm, all be I'm okay. Done. Take care. I'm, i got to find a nurse that could help me get into a coma. Yeah. Don't have a drink <laughs> and rub one out. Bye. You'll be fine. <laughs> I love a good coma joke. One-legged <laughs> one -legged Dan on line two. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, hey guys. How you doing? Hey. Hey, uh, back in 75, uh, great show, by the way. Back in 75, my mom was uh, uh, head housekeeper at uh, Hilton in Chicago. And Rickles was full. I got to meet Rickles because he was on that floor. But we got tickets for the show. And at the end of the show, he, like, takes questions. You should take questions. He would send out one-liners uh, that were hilarious. I stood up, and he called on me. And a month before he was in Chicago, the theater he was originally supposed to be in burned down. It was called the Midway. Mm -hmm. And I brought that up. I said, I was scheduled to see a month ago when the, the theater burnt down. And uh, we were disappointed about it. He looks at me, and there's this uncomfortable pause. He's looking at me, and he goes, well, thanks for slowing me down, you son of a bitch. And then went on. And, and what Monica don't realize is it was a badge of honor if you're able to be insulted by him. That's right. basically what it was. But he, he was fantastic, and he was great when we met him. It was only a, a hi, how you doing type of thing. But, uh, but the show was excellent, and... Uh, I, everybody, we're, we're going to miss that guy. Thanks, Dan. Sarah Silverman oh. said the same thing in that in that in in that movie, mm -hmm. and she just and it's called Mr. Warmth. If you want to check it out, it's on Netflix. It's a talent um, if you can get people to think that it's a badge of honor for them to, you know, poke fun at stereotypes of your nationality. Like that's a talent. Who can do that? Right. <laughs> right. Seriously. Right. Without offending people. Yeah. Like, bring it. Bring it on. Tough. Again, though, it was more than just nationalities. You're getting like just hooked on the the fact that he did racial jokes, you know. But it it was more about the person right there than the race itself, you know. Like I'd get a bunch of old short jokes then, like oh, or old Hispanic. Mexican short jokes. Okay, great. The trifecta. Yeah. Awesome. Nah, he wouldn't miss it. He wouldn't miss a beat. Excuse me. <laughs> You want to play the Colbert or you want to break first? What do you, uh, you know, we should probably take a break because we have people who want to come on, too. We, and, and Stephen Colbert had a, had a quick story about Don Rickles. It was really good, too. So we'll get to it next. Roger, JP on the bone. Real Raw Radio. Roger and JP on 1025. The Bone. 